someday, wouldn't it be great? I mean, they made the movie King Ralph already, but wouldn't it be great if it really was an average guy? And wouldn't it even be greater if he had a really weird-ass misconception of how, like, what the presidency is? So he's like, I'm the president now. And then he just goes right in and starts beating off in the Oval Office. And it's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? It's like, well, that's what I, huh? Sweet isn't that uh, first of liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Now he, I can jack off on the Constitution. He would like, not no. be the first no. president to do so, I guarantee. Uh, yeah, of course they do. Of course they, they do. See, thanks, Matt. By the way, this goes back to Matt's thing of like, now I'm like, there's a Polk joke in here, but too lazy to walk this, <laughs> too lazy to walk this one to the finish line. So I was thinking about rivalries in general, and I don't know that. In fact, I'm uh, going to anticipate that I don't have the like the uh, the zinger story at the end because I didn't really approach it that way. Um, I just thought of the concept in general because um, I have I have a friend who everyone in her <laughs> her work life is categorized as well. That's my arch rival. Oh, that person's my nemesis. That's my friend of me. Like they're. <laughs> And she says in order for her to be productive that, Holy like, shit. everyone has to be categorized in some sort of, like, adversarial role. <laughs> um, and Who versus? Yeah, who versus? <laughs> yes, who, who is this versus? Who versus? Yeah. Um, uh, I always found that kind of funny because I don't operate like that. I, always, I don't really, I don't, like, I don't think I have a rival. Um, and then when I think of rivalries in general, of course, uh, OSU Michigan comes to mind. And I was thinking, you know, well... I don't really have any stories around that other than the first, I think I've been to, maybe I've only been to one, but when I was in college at the height of my Ohio State insanity where, um, you know, uh, all logic went out the window when it came to sports and, and Ohio State football, um, I was in the fraternity and <laughs> of all people, uh, the guy whose name was Short Bus uh, and thought <laughs> my name was Steve uh, oh, for like guy. three years was like, Steve, do you want to go to the Ohio State-Michigan game? And it was like, oh, yeah. You know, you're just like... Oh, fuck, I remember that. Yes, I really do want to go. Do I have to go with you? Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, we went to Columbus, and um, one of my best friends, uh, who was equally uh, insane for Ohio State, um, he went to stay the night in Columbus, but didn't have a ticket. And that whole night we stayed up the Friday night before the game, we stayed up drinking, thinking of ways to somehow get short buses ticket for him <laughs> up to and including murdering him. <laughs> we were just thinking different ways. We could. No, no, no. But, but like people wouldn't even find the body until something. You, know, like, really, really. you guys were up late talking. What about, <laughs> um, but perhaps uh, you may have other, you know, sports rivalries. So the one that I really kind of kept uh, coming back to my mind, I was thinking of, like, elementary school and how, um, you know, there, there's often when, when you're kids, you know, that, that class that you're in, um, the grade level that you're in, kind of become, that's your kingdom, that's your world, and everyone has these roles, you know. And um, uh, we had two... Uh, characters who, you know, at the time were kind of larger than life. They were like the biggest kids in the grade. So we had one kid, um, 
was was a block. He was uh, enormous, enormously large for his age. Um, I remember in second grade, uh, we were good friends. We stayed overnight at each other's houses a lot. I remember in second grade, he uh, weighed as much as dad. Yes. And we were all kind of <laughs> yes. blown away by that. Although now I look, now I'm like, dad weighs 130 pounds. He's got to put some <laughs> yeah. weight on. He's a freaking skeleton. But um, hey, 130 pounds for a second grader, that's probably heavy. Right. That's um, still going to be, that's still going to be heavy. Yes. I thought of that too. He, he It was 130 back then. I think dad might yeah. be a little heavier now. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's a runner. He was a wrestler to defend yeah, his yeah, side. Yeah. But, 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 but even still. 130 as a second grader. Anybody mm-hmm. with Crazy kids anomaly. out there. Yeah, so, it's fucking insane. And and Crazy so this anomaly. kid was huge. And uh, he, he had a move which we called the famous sit-down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that would oh basically be him. He would sit on you. And uh, <laughs> and it's it basically an O'Doyle rules at that point. You yeah. know, <laughs> sit attack. It's, it's a sit attack. You've been sat upon. Um, and of course, no one could compete with that. None of none of us lowly mortals uh, could compete with that, except for we had this other. You know, at the time, the kid may as well have been eight foot tall, but uh, he was he was a tower, right? So we had this like towering dude, and he he was just. Now I'm guessing as an adult, he's probably like six one, <laughs> but um, he <laughs> he sprouted early. You know what I mean? So okay, and this really tall kid and this really big kid, fat kid, I guess uh, just to to be uh, blunt about it. Let's be clear. Um, and they would, like, every gym class, you know, they'd be going at it in one way or another. One time, actually, an actual fight in third grade, um, the one kid grabbed what was called a math machine. It was basically a, a calculator machine. Oh, I know that. Uh, yeah. And threw it across the room. Luckily, the dude ducked, and it, like, hit the wall. But, like, um, so it, it got, like, pretty heated. But I remember, like, every, it was always these two. They could bully the shit out of everyone and uh-huh. did. Um, but when it came to like, you know, uh, one person, you know, one, the tower versus the cube, let's call it, um, <laughs> it was always kind of like that, uh, arm wrestling match where, you know, they each just have like a little bit of more leverage on the other. And, um, it was, it's the cold wars. You guys are like, you're Finland, you know, yes, your other we're friend all the is nameless like, rabble of victims. And yes, well, you know, that's what. I'm sure when you guys sent your daughters off to first grade, you say, um, look, either stab somebody the first day, <laughs> you become a stool pigeon for the teacher, or, or you could just become a nameless rabble of victims in between. That's all there. Yeah. <laughs> right? Listen, if I were you, I'd hide uh, socially. But so there was always this, you know, and I, if I had a skill, it was, um, being an instigator, I was a great instigator. I could talk people into like, I could convince them into getting into a fight. I could convince them to do the things that would get them into trouble, uh, or do the things that would make us all laugh, but I wouldn't get into trouble. Um, that was my real skill. But, uh, so I, I could often get these two guys to try to like go at it. Well, once, uh, I think my, my fondest memory of their rivalry though was, uh, out on the playground, um, probably third or fourth grade. This had been, you know, building up over the years, and the tall kid uh, was uh, kind of, like, winning at this point. He was kind of more popular, more cool, let's say, and um, so I remember it was very... And the other kid was getting, you know, he wasn't getting any skinnier, so it was, like, easier to make fun of the fat kid, right? Oh, yeah. And... uh, Still is. Again, I was friends... I actually ended up being friends with both, of course, but, like, I was... I would stay right at the fat kid's house, and we were friends, and so I kind of always wanted him to win, so... I always relish this moment where on the playground, 
um, the tall kid was just relentlessly picking on the fat kid, and the fat kid was trying to like, what? Come at me. Bring it. And so the tall kid was like, fine. He he sprints from probably 25 yards away, gets up full speed, sprinting at the, the fat kid who who's standing there. And then as the kid gets closer, he just kind of like, his feet don't move. He just kind of shifts his weight down a little bit. And oh, right at the moment yeah. of impact, and the tall kid bounced off and went like <laughs> yeah. flying on arms and legs back in the air and like lands on his back. And all the fat kid had to do was just kind of like a, just like uh-huh. <laughs> shift his weight at the right time. And you know, nine or ten years at that private, uh, third grade, and like yeah. eight or nine yeah. years of of realizing how much bigger he is mm-hmm. than the other kids who maybe weigh fifty pounds at that point. Um, yeah. So he knows, like, you can't, what are you going to do to me? Right. You'll bounce right. off. Yeah. Wow. But that's an <laughs> amazing presence that he didn't flinch, but also that he just kind of like, eh, yeah, just bit basically leaned into him. But, uh, I, I lo- always love that moment. Cause it was like, at least for a while, like the kid who was getting picked on more like one and it was like, all right, all right. I see you. Now let me nice. go see if I can get him in trouble another way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is chapter two, his downfall? Yeah, exactly. He used to be the people's hero. uh, Then he literally got too big. I heard the principal was saying some shit about you at (laughs) recess. He was saying he could beat you up. Oh, that would be awesome. Said your trapper keeper is gay. (laughs) (laughs) It's not gay. It's totally badass. It's got the fighter jet on it. he said gay, man. Oh, he's really steaming my beans, (laughs) These Lisa Frank unicorns are cool this year. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Uh, you making a list of what's hot or not? Am I hot? You are not. <laughs> Somehow I took the hot or not quiz and I got fat. <laughs> Where <did> that... <laughs> there we go. It was printed in the magazine. I don't... Not accurate, but scary. Yeah. So that was an elementary school rivalry. What uh, rivalries have you been a part of or witnessed? Uh, I... I have one from the same town. Corey. Go over there and the... Uh, ben. Go ahead. No, Corey. Damn it. Let's have a rivalry um, now. Yeah, this is the rivalry right here. One rivalry yes. could be between two guys on this uh, show. <laughs> right here, right now. I say mm-hmm. Corey goes next. I do too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess you win. Corey Ben's over there saying you should go first. Yes. <laughs> what? Corey just uh-huh. texted me. Yeah, yeah. I just heard from Matt that I'm going first. Um <laughs> Okay, so, uh, I had, uh, I had the two friends, same town, uh, and this is gonna, this is, this takes place probably around the same age, too. Uh, for those that went to the same, uh, middle school as us, uh, this was out on the playground, uh, not over at the, this is first through fourth building, so probably fourth yep. grade-ish. And, uh, I wasn't involved in this rivalry, I did witness it though. Uh, two of my friends had a bitter argument. We would sit there and we would argue bullshit. We would say Nintendo versus Atari, and we would just spout bullshit about heating and cooling that we it didn't understand. Bullshit. We were just <laughs> yeah, we well, we were. It was straight up bullshit, and each of us was like, "I can't believe he's not calling me out. I'm gonna keep going." <laughs> so that was one of the friends, and the other one was uh, one whose his dad told him everything, and that was law. Mm. Uh, no, dad said. Uh, and here was the argument: when wiping the bottom, one believed a back to front motion was cleanest. One believed a front-to-back oh. motion was cleanest, 
and they nearly punched each other over it multiple times. <laughs> because the one's like, no, you, you, you scrape it forward so that there's like, and like eventually like you'd, you'd, you'd get sick of hearing them talk. And the one was like, no, if you wipe forward, then you're only smearing some crap on your balls. And I was like, what? That's not a great argument. And the other one's like, no, you smear it back so it's not all over your balls. And I was like, how about a flanking maneuver where no one smears poop anywhere? <laughs> how about no crap gets smeared? No, I remember the one guy balls. smearing. But, yeah. but the one guy looks at me and he just, go, he just goes, traitor. <laughs> Every, it has to get smeared somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, like like my idea of like, hey, how about we don't walk around with poop smeared on us? Um <laughs> You our piece own of shit, but yeah. How about we don't smear? So you're it? one of was, them, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, but the yeah. other guy was just kind of like, yeah, no. The other guy didn't have anything to say. I think I broke his worldview. <laughs> you mean I could? I could what? He hasn't wiped his ass since. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Flanking maneuver for the win. That was a bitter rivalry that lasted at least all of the school year. <laughs> I had an oh, uh, an office one, um, so. Uh, when, uh, I, I started out as an engineer and there were two other engineers in my department and both were quite good in different ways, but both were quite good. Uh, one was younger, one was older, um, very different styles of lots of stuff. And it kind of set them as rivals. Okay. So the older guy had been there for a long time too. When, um, this young gun comes in, okay, this guy very, uh, a lot of engineers are kind of cocksure and, uh, can be know-it-alls. Okay. Both of them are, and the young one was, and sometimes the young one was kind of insufferable. Um, both had been there before I was there, but there was definitely, um, definitely a rivalry already. And you could see it a lot of times. Um, maybe you would talk about a specific problem or something. They would have different opinions and then defend it to the death. Both are probably equal solutions, you know? Uh, but that's how rivalries are. Mm-hmm. They don't make sense. So so this battle starts that uh, we had a mini fridge and a coffee machine and some stuff as little offices are uh, th- that they'll have, you know. So uh, there's a table as you walked into the little kitchenette kind of area and the mini fridge. And so the mini fridge opened from the left-hand side. So it swings out to the right. Mm-hmm. But you were kind of in the corner and... It is kind of dumb that you have to like go in there mm-hmm. and then open it up. So you're kind of trapped. Or if someone has that door open, you can't get into the coffee machine or the microwave or the whatever. So it would make more sense to open from the outside, like to open from the mm-hmm. right hand side. So one, uh, he came in in his own free time and switched the hinge. I don't know if you know that like all refrigerators, you can switch it to make mm-hmm. it open from the right or left hand side. Okay. You just switch the hardware on the top or bottom or whatever. So. He rightly goes, you know, it's just more convenient. But the rivalry. Mm. The young guy, th- this was the older guy. He was like, this makes more sense. The young guy was like, no, just leave it be. So the next weekend, he changed it back. No way. And puts <laughs> no. it all the way. And it's like, okay, <laughs> come on. But then each of them. Shots I, I, fired. I like, I like talking. I'm a blabby person. I also uh, am a magnet for this kind of thing. But then each one comes and tells me. Like they're probably like when they were convincing Corey about mm. where to put the poop on your balls or on your butt, <laughs> the upper butt crack. Where should the poop get pushed? I mean, so they're coming, they come and tell me, can you believe this idiot? And can you believe this idiot? You know, it's like, well, 
yes. <laughs> so, um, all right. So then he switches it back to the way it was. Cause just leave it. Yeah. Why you gotta be that way? Cause that other guy also, uh, cannot leave well enough alone. I mean, so the mm-hmm. older guy, it's fine, man. Just leave yeah. it. Nope. He has to pick at it. But in this case, he was right. Yeah. The young guy was just sick of how he always does that. So he switches it back. Well, then the other guy's like, fuck that. Puts it back the other way and is like, come on, man. It makes more sense. So the next weekend, Jesus the young guy Christ. switches it back the other way, but puts Loctite on there. Uh, to, like, it's a thread locker that you paint on that uh, helps to like stick it in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the fridge is back to the original way. Mm-hmm. Just cause. Just cause. Just cause. Old guy comes in, gets a big wrench, undoes it, puts it back. Young guy comes in the following weekend, and instead of the red Loctite, uses the blue Loctite, which you have to heat up to 500 degrees to undo it. <laughs> so basically saying, come in with the blowtorch, you fucking asshole. Put it back the original way, and that's just how it's going to stay. So he had glued it shut in the original way, uh-huh. which made it less convenient for everyone, but he won the <laughs> argument. Yay! Yay! I and imagine, like, every week, like every Monday, you're like, what the fuck is happening with the fridge? What do we <laughs> do with this company? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are we in some sort of fridge The collateral company? damage is going, god damn it, every time I'm trying to open this. The rest of us dumb Finlands, yeah, you don't know how yes. to open the, the thing in this cold world. Um, so that, that was an interesting bit. Um, but the older guy who was right in this case was not completely, he's not innocent either. Um, a story before my time was a prank and we built heavy industrial stuff. So we have a lot of heavy, dumb things around and in, in, in the world of engineering, at least where I work, you would like, sometimes you make a thing to test it or you get some samples in or something. Sometimes you just got a bunch of crap and maybe you don't want to haul it to the dumpster. And so he and another engineer started going back and forth of just putting that crap on the other guy in the other guy's office, you know. And at first, it's kind of like hiding it a little bit, and it's cheeky fun because it was started by a guy who knows how to have fun and is not insane. <laughs> the old guy in my original story comes in and ups the ante by putting something really big in the other guy's office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other guy does the last funny one in this maneuver here by putting <laughs> a very large thing on wheels that he wheels into the other guy's office. And then it's, like, impossible to, like, move around in there mm. now, okay? It's a big <laughs> cabinet, and it's pretty funny. Then the response <laughs> is that the other guy takes, like, a 150-pound weldment and glues it to his desk. <laughs> <laughs> he lays down a pile of glue, puts a 150-pound weldment in the middle of his desk, uh, obscuring the computer and everything else, okay? Oh, shit. <laughs> The response to which, as he comes in, is like, you've got an hour to get that the hell out of my desk or we're going to have to talk to HR. And then they (laughs) sorted something out. But yeah. So, despite that he was right about the refrigerator, he is also often wrong in life about these kinds of things. So, Oh, yeah? yeah. Well, I fucked your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. I used the blue Loctite, too. <laughs> I'm stuck just like that priest yeah, said it was. Yeah, I'm getting out. Yeah, no, I'm getting out. Yeah. I knew it would come to this. <laughs> they yeah. both come to work and they're both like stuck in each other's wives like, "Oh, shit. <laughs> oh well, hey, good on you, you know." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I see. You've also hey, used let's the say blue. the four of us Rocket. heat this up to 500 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, the, by the way, we just wrote the best porno. <laughs> I, Most I'm of gonna... our transcripts can be turned into a porno. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I would love to hear uh, someone reading a transcript. A very racist porno sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, very, very racist. Um, and that one with Vincent da Gama, that's a pretty good yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That's a classic. Oh, it's a classic. The V to the G really gets good. me all yeah, the Horn of, of Africa. Oh, yes. you want to talk about the Horn of Africa? Yes. Have you ever Ooh. seen the Horn of Africa? What about oh, the Horn sure. of Portugal? Huh? <laughs> okay. What about my dick? They were less subtle in the 1500s. <laughs> you know, it's just the things evolve over the years. Yeah, you know? sure. But it was in iambic pentameter in the 15th century. Yeah, it's, if in, the, in Portuguese, it's very beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> very beautiful. <laughs> you look like a syphilitic whore, <laughs> <laughs> which was a compliment at the time. Uh, so, rivalry rise. I was the, really the first thing that came to mind is like me versus Greg Beckman in NBA Jam. Mm. But I don't know that there's any really like memorable stories. It's more just like if you were one of us, then you felt the incredible intensity whenever we played. And mm-hmm. If you were at the tournaments, then you were, you know, that, that was, those are like the must see matches that everyone got, uh, really excited about, but nothing really, uh, obviously it was a friendly rivalry, but you know, it's nothing really super memorable about that. But as far as a story of like, I was sort of present here, uh, in high school would have been my junior year. Uh, there was a senior on the track team who was a very, very good distance runner. And then there was another kid from Van Wert, also very good. And they were both very good friends and they were like friendly rivals. They were, t- you know, obviously two schools that are near each other in the same league running against each other constantly. So they were friends and they were, they were rivals. And this was a big, like, uh, uh it was just us versus them. Uh, you know, just OG versus Van Wert. So, uh, you know, it's like, which one of these two is going to win the two mile race? It was the big, you know, oh, this, uh, big, you know, look forward to mm-hmm. race. And they were both before the race talking about how they were both adamant. Like, I'm going to let the other guy take the lead. He's going to set the pace. And the other guy's like, no, I'm going to let you set the pace. You're going to have to do it because I'm not gonna, you know, so they're, they were both completely adamant. I'm not setting the pace for this race. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to draft off of you. And so. The race begins, and at this point, like, I was decent, but I was not nearly as good as I'd be senior year. But I was was decent, but they were way better than me. And the first lap is going, and we're not going at a super fast pace. We're going okay, but it's like, I am too far up at this point. What's really (laughs) going on? And we got through an entire lap, and it was for sure the slowest first lap I'd ever ran, ever. We're just the entire pack of including the shit kids at the back, you know, who suck. <laughs> there we're all in one big giant pack, just barely moving. And those two are at the front, just like glaring at each other. Like, no, you have to go. No, I don't, I'll run, you know, a, a two minute lap. I don't care how slow it is. You know, <laughs> they're just daring each other to go completely stubborn. And we get like 600 uh, meters into the race, a lap and a half. And I'm just like, fuck this. I don't have time for your stupid bullshit. I don't and have so time to run I'd, slow. Yes, I don't. I, I have, I have, I have places to be. Damn it! So, uh, I just ran around him and started running at my race pace. And I remember coming around near the locker room uh, at the, like the home stretch of what would have been mm-hmm. the second lap. Uh, like all the other guys on the track team are sitting there watching, 
and they're looking at me like, wait, because they weren't really paying attention. They're like, uh-huh. Grant's in the lead? What the hell's going on? And I look at them and I like shrug <laughs> at them in the middle of the race. I, I put my arms up and shrug at them and they just start laughing their asses off. Because I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm winning. Don't I don't, ask me. Don't ask me. Ask these jackasses. <laughs> and then after I got down the home stretch and then both of the other two guys flew by me and I never, you know, <laughs> that then the race started. But like, there was this fucking like Mexican standoff thing where they were absolutely refusing to run fast at all. They were just like uh, jogging, just daring each other to go. That would have been great if it had gone on long enough to let you win. Yeah, like, I wonder what would have happened if I had, like, let it go. Like, how long would they have, uh, would they have gone into it? Like, six laps, seven <laughs> laps, you know? All right, Grant's almost know. at the finish line. He's playing right into our plan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just give him an insurmountable lead and... <laughs> oh, wait a second. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to catch him first. You catch him first. Yeah, I don't think I drew this to scale. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, this is... Hmm. Yeah. But you did not have a rivalry yourself, right? No, not in, not in track, not in this. Right. This was like I was present during this rivalry. Mm. Uh, but actually, uh, you, you, you did have the NBA Jam one. See, I was thinking, like, you know, I've never been in a rivalry that I know about. Um, maybe some <laughs> petty arguments, lots but is that because I'm just not good at anything or that I'm not stubborn or competitive? Grant, very competitive, but very stubborn. Very stubborn. Mm-hmm. Hey, this game that no one heard ever, no one cares about, but I'm going to waste all my life playing it. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So is that how you get it? You get into a rivalry by being really good or by being really stubborn? Is that is that true? Well, there's, there's, there's certainly is the case for me. I'm not sure I could think of any right now, but I'm sure – there are many one-way rivalries in my life where I've thought at one point or another, like, oh, you bastard, oh, I'm going to get you. Oh, and I always notice something about them, and I'm out to get them, and they don't even know that I exist. Like, yeah. they are they have no idea that there's yep. oh, uh, this rivalry going rivalry. on. Who are you? Yes, com- I was about to ask What's... if the other person had to know if, that they're part of the rivalry, because I have <laughs> yeah. several of those. So, so maybe you are not uh, uh, aware of rivalries, but maybe there are people out there who were... You know, out to get you. Okay. Yeah. Or rivalrous. I have several yes, of those uh, in running. There's this one guy that uh, he absolutely does not know that uh, we're rivals, unless unless he is also <laughs> secretly <laughs> doing the same thing. But um, he and I, we met via, we were at some kind of tech event. My wife knows him kind of tangentially, but then we would run all the same like NYRR events around town, 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons and stuff, and we're very equally matched. Um, I mean, he's not as good as me, but uh, so anytime I would beat him, it was always like, you know, it would never be anything actually open to his face. It would always be like, oh, hey, what, how, what was your time? How'd you do? But like, there were times where I knew, um, like I had a really good half marathon once, and I remember I ran into him on the street later because I'd beat him and he's kind of full of himself and he was talking about it. I was like, Oh, how was your race? Oh yeah. Cool. That's real. Oh, that's a great time. That's a great time. Just waiting for him. And finally he's like, Oh, how you do? How do you do? And I was like two minutes faster. And it was just like a little bit like, Oh, 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 cool. Yeah. So th- and from then on, it was kind of like, yeah, suck it. Dude, the best answer is not to even fucking ask. Cause like, if you know that that like, that's what you're doing, then you just like, so you're you're you asking you inquiring of all his stuff, and then you just go, "All right, cool, see you later." <laughs> <laughs> like, don't let him say the punchline. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I literally did have one of those uh, 
where they don't know your name because I ran um, last last summer. I ran a ten miler in the Bronx, and it was like it's the weather that we have now. It was just oppressively humid, and and it's like it's not the heat; it's the humidity that that gets you uh, um, okay. while you're running. Yeah. And um, so I had a great eight and a half mile race, but the last mile and a half, I just, I, I blew up and I died. And, um, anyways, I was sitting at the, I found a park bench at the finish line and I was sitting on it for a while, just soaking wet and kind of just like trying to recover. And this other dude doing the same. And I started talking to him and he was, um, training for last year's marathon. And he was like a legit runner. He's doing like 70 miles a week, running morning and night. Um, training for, you know, trying to qualify for Boston and all this shit. And I was like, oh, okay. Very nice guy. Super nice. Um, was giving me tips and hints and stuff. And so, of course, Bastard. I'm instantly like, this motherfucker next race, I'm going to take him down. <laughs> so then a couple of weeks later, we ran a half marathon um, in Staten Island. And I remember uh, just visually, I was uh, maybe like mile eight or nine. I'm like, is that him up ahead? And I, I caught up to him and I was like, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. And I passed him. Um, and at the end of the race, so I beat him, of course. Uh, and then at the end of the race, I waited for him to finish and I, I, I walked up to him and I was like, hey man, good race. And he was like, looked at me kind of like, thanks. And I was like, hey, we uh, we talked to after the Bronx and Marath- or the Bronx run. He's like, who are you? Like, he had no idea who I was. That. And then I was like, oh, yeah. but wait, uh, just good, good race. And then I, like, walked away. I was like, yeah, uh, he has no idea who the hell I am. At least you uh, don't yeah. play the heel as much as Grant does. Well, 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 asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.